0: Hop in your TARDISes, you're listening to another episode of Dr. Huh? Would you kiss a tile for a billion dollars? <sighs> I'm Jordan and I'm pounding the pavement. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I'm Sam. I was trapped by a big fat alien stinky butt. You were under a big butt. Ah! Why were you under a <laughs> butt? I can't even believe this is like some Shrek humor right there. This episode <laughs> has a little bit of Shrek humor. It's a little Shrekulated. Just, just a little Shrek. The alien, the Shrekul, the Shrekuloff. He does kind of look like Shrek. <laughs> he looks. He looks like sexy human Shrek. Shrexy. He looks very Shrexy, like Shrek did in the second movie when he looked really sexy and hot. Um, uh-huh. But, this but week, then he had to turn into a human. Ugh. ugh. Um, this week we're talking about series two, episode ten: the controversial love and monsters. Um, written by Rusty Davies, uh, the man who, uh, Christopher Eckelman refuses to work with ever again for the rest of his life, and directed by Dan Zaff. Mm-hmm. Um, hot take. I kind of like this episode. I-, I thought it was good. I also kind of liked this episode. I didn't- th- I didn't think it was a great episode, but I thought it was- it's, it's, it's alright. It's a after, pretty good episode. After becoming a fail adult, I like this episode a lot more- um that I liked it when I was a fail teenager, yeah, I think I think that the I assume the main reason that people didn't like it is that the doctor is not the main character, no, but people think blinken's one of the best episodes ever, and the doctor's not really in that one either. Spoilers, I haven't seen it, oh sorry, sorry, river song. Now I know that that episode sucks because the doctor's not in it. Um, I believe it was Ironicus who said in our Discord that due to the way they filmed these and with the Christmas specials, there was basically more Doctor Who that they were filming and making than they could have the doctor be in. Uh huh. Um, at this point in the show, which is why for a couple seasons there was always one very Doctor Light episode that he would just show up and he'd say, Hello! Um, which is how he talks. Uh, and then. <laughs> I don't remember that line. Uh, when he becomes a Monty Python old lady. Um, huh. and then, then that would basically be all that he's in. Um, and this week is, is, is Love and Monsters, which is, uh, a, which in my mind, in my mind, I turned this episode over in my mind over and over before I watched it. Cause I, I was on record as saying this episode is, is shit. Um, but it, it wasn't. From a big fat alien. Yeah. From funny a big, ass alien Shrek, human Shrek's big ass. Um, And there were things about it I didn't like, uh, but all all in all, I thought it was a a, a, a mostly uh, fun watching experience, and I was was pleasantly surprised. I think Um, that the things that I didn't like about it were things that were just, like, standard for Doctor Who of the era. Like, for example, that they made a, a woman uh, who we're just supposed to laugh at all of her misfortunes. And that's kind of her whole point of being in the episode. We also get to see, like, this, this, like, charmingly, like, you know, this extremely normal, uh, friend group of adults who are all just, like, charmingly normal and, you know, enjoying their own little silly things. And then it's just like, what if they all got horrifically killed, One by one? Yeah, I do have to say uh, we we should address that we, we took a little bit of time off. Some people thought that we were sick but actually it was that we needed to uh, run to the factory where we print out the medals of Mickey uh-huh. and just, it was kind of an all <laughs> hands <laughs> on deck <depth> situation. <laughs> <with> this episode, <laughs> Yeah. The, uh, this was an episode full of Mickey's uh, except I, I except, uh, and, and I, I think they all, they all got a raw deal, especially, especially Ursula um, who, this was the one thing I remembered about this episode very distinctly. I remember that I remembered Ian. E. And I remember there was like a Doctor Who club, and then I remember in the end, a woman turns into a slab of pavement, and then there's a joke about about a guy fucking it. Um, Whoa, 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 when did they say anything about that? They did! They indirectly addressed it. They said that there's a love life, which means that he kisses it. He said sex life, and then she. If s- you're assuming <laughs> anything beyond that, that's just you being a pervo. If you're assuming that Elton is sticking his dick in a piece of pavement that has the face of the woman who played Moaning Myrtle in Harry Potter... Yeah, the, the face of her, and 500 times the voice of her. The implications, Sam. The implications... I'm just saying that they never said the that he implications his penis in the, it. <laughs> the implications. I'm just saying that he didn't whip it out in the episode. We, we definitely didn't see him do it, but he put the image in, in <laughs> your mind. You're making a lot of assumptions. I know that British well, TV... Well, you're making one assumption. I know that British TV has uh, more lax um, restrictions on, on nudity, but we did not see Elton put his penis in the pavement <laughs> as much as Rusty wanted it. But he did imply it for the kids well, watching. Let's let's meet Elton, shall we? Elton is the protagonist of this episode. He is we we join him. He's running around near some warehouses and he finds the TARDIS. He hears Rose and the Doctor yelling in one of the warehouses and he follows the sound of their voices. And inside the warehouse, he opens a door and there's an alien guy. This who alien, goes, this alien, is the most like. Digging through the prosthetics workshop at the BBC to just throw something together. Like, this guy doesn't get a name. This guy doesn't get a story. It's just like, this is just Doug. And he's here for five uh... seconds. This is a RuPaul's Drag Race drag on a dime <laughs> challenge monster. This is, they let Tim Vine go into the stationery shop with five de- uh, five pounds and, and see what kind of thing he could cobble together. Do you think Tim Vine's on the show ever? I hope so. I love Tim Vine. I would love to see Tim Vine. He seems like he'd like to do it. I feel like Taskmaster is like mandatory supplementary uh, info for our podcast from how much we reference (laughs) it. Didn't somebody join our Discord recently and ask, like, by the way, what the fuck is Taskmaster? (laughs) You know Google exists. You could just look it up, and then you could go on YouTube.com, and it's all there if you're in America. Um, All there. Check it out. Check it out. Great show. Uh, Um, Okay. So so the framing device of this episode is our our protagonist um the surprisingly shredded Elton um is uh making some kind of vlog for his uh something he's uh, his vlog he's vlogging he's vlogging he's talking about how he's going to play a haunted Mar- a haunted Mario game um ooh that'd be a good doctor who episode the doctor it's a doctor light episode where where a guy is playing uh is playing blood whistle and then the doctor has to show up and stop it. That's very close to something that happened in Once Upon Time. Kind of. I mean I mean there wasn't a part where uh <laughs> there wasn't a part where Yaz's sister <laughs> kills herself by shoving a recorder through her face. <laughs> but I mean maybe You remember th- <laughs> Blood Whistle better than I do. I'm oh. just saying, we did see some hyper realistic weeping angels in that episode. <laughs> they were very realistic. Okay, so this the guy's... doctor. Oh yeah, yeah, so he's he's vlogging and he's mm-hmm. like he's like if you think that was the most exciting day of my life, wait till you hear the rest. You won't believe what happens <laughs> next. Stay tuned, folks. Uh, back in the warehouse, the doctor. Uh, he's in the room with the alien guy, as it turns out, and he lures him back in with a pork chop. Uh, he calls over Rose. Rose runs around yeah. the corner screaming with a blue bucket. I did think that that was pretty funny. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of like physical comedy in this next like three minutes of Doctor Who. It's pretty slapstick. He splashes huh? the she splashes the alien with the blue bucket. and The doctor's like, no, 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 the red bucket, the red bucket. And she runs away. And- no, what he specifically what he says is that was the wrong bucket. And she says, you said the blue bucket. And he said, no, I said not the blue bucket. And then they so. have an honest to god. Scooby-Doo ass Yes. Um chasing through the hallways. <laughs> they, are, they are playing uh <laughs> public domain not Electric Light Orchestra, which is funny because they did license Electric Light Orchestra in this episode. Uh-huh. Or maybe that just belongs to the BBC maybe they can Maybe the BBC can use any music Mr. they Scooby-Doo want. Mr. Scooby-Doo Sky? Mr. Scoob Sky? Mr. Rooster Rooster-Roo Sky? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Why so, do people give us money for this? Uh more than ever, you'll find. Uh-huh. <laughs> um and then uh the doctor stops in the middle of the door and sees Elton um and he says he says, "Do I know you from somewhere? Are you Whoa, the, are you the president of some sort later. of Doctor Who fan club? Um Doctor Who hate club more like." And then he's out Elton's outside he's talking about uh the TARDIS um and he says He that says it, that the uh, the sound of the TARDIS is one of the most beautiful sounds he in the sounds world, like which he I think was a little break. bit too much. He says playing that, that one on a little thick. He says it sounds like somebody left the brakes on. <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, but he says this story is gonna get really scary and really good. And I wouldn't really agree with either of those things, but that's fine. Uh, so now we go back into his vlogs, uh-huh. Where his friend Ursula is holding the camera uh and he shows us his old house and says this is where i first met the doctor when i was three or four years old i went downstairs and there was a guy there and, and ursula a- says why was he there and he says oh there's a large piece of the story i'm omitting till the very end of the episode <laughs> yeah i here's the thing i watched this episode some time ago now and uh-huh. i i don't really remember <laughs> where this goes so i can't wait to find out with all of you um and <laughs> we're just live watching the episode and then he was also there when the mannequins started doing a mass shooting yeah this is classic stuff elton was here the whole time i guess in and, this okay in this to, case, be he fair, been. to be fair one of those events happened while people were out christmas shopping and then the other event happened when a gigantic spaceship flew over london and everyone was there and saw it and then it also wasn't christmas shopping you're mixing up the autons and the Santa bots again was it Oh, I was mixing up the autons of the Santa bots. I was gonna be It's like... really hard to keep those. two those are very similar. You're right. Um the the Santa bots were he from He was out regular shopping. Were the Santa bots not from the same episode with the uh Sycorax and everyone's gonna yeah, jump off the building? Yeah. Man, that was a very eventful Christmas. There's a lot going, for, going on. <laughs> a very eventful Christmas for Planet Earth. I still think about the Christmas Invasion because it was a really fun episode, and I think about mm-hmm. what happened to the people who didn't live near tall buildings because <laughs> it was the, half of the population of Earth was. Have just... you ever seen the happening? Um, no, but I know like a guy gets like lawnmowed himself or something. Yeah, well, it's it's not just that he. Yeah, he, like, gets a riding mower and just, like, sets it in motion, then, like, hops off and runs around and lays down in front of it. A that movie is nuts. Outstanding, we that outstanding twit of the year at behavior. <laughs> Seriously. But the point being about Elton is that he has been there for several Doctor Who occurrences, but also, like, this is the Rusty era before Stephen Moffat decided that, like, nobody ever saw anything ever again (laughs) and remembered things ever again, and also they forgot about the things that already happened, and I guess the History Monks took care of that. Uh, Oh, that was nice of them. I know. It was very nice of them for Stephen. I love the History Monks. You know, they've always been there for me. They've always been there for me. There's one right here tonight, but he's not talking. This is what we needed in The Lie of the Land, is for the the monks to just be, like, running alongside Elton throughout this montage. (laughs) (laughs) That's all they show. He Uh, was in the kitchen with the doctor when Elton was three. Uh, He was there when the mannequins started shooting people. He was there when there was an alien ship crashing through Big Ben. We haven't seen that one, have we? Was that not? Was that Oh, no. I think I know what episode that is. Yeah, we haven't seen that one. Yes, I, I, Uh, I, I, Yes but then we have seen the one uh when there was another alien ship in the sky on christmas the christmas invasion of course uh he tells us in the vlog that uh the doctor is how he ended up meeting his friend ursula blake there's a shot that <laughs> he goes through a little a little rundown of people that he met through the doctor uh or because of the doctor and when they show his friend ursula did you think that she was on a green screen that they hadn't put a background on? <laughs> i don't think so now i don't recall I think I think it was just really, really, like, color-corrected grass. It was really weird. Anyway, uh, Ursula Blake, Victor Kennedy, Jackie Tyler. I was very intrigued by the fact that Jackie was going to be in this episode. This is another reason that haters think this episode is bad. That's true. Jackie's in it. Because Jackie's in it, and she rules, and she actually... No, this is, like, a genuinely really good episode for jackie like she was she's like, the best part of it she's the best part like of every it ever. other episode that she's and, in, it's true and 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 uh, i don't remember the name of her actress but she's so good in this one oh i used to know but then we took a week off yeah <laughs> um and then this was one other thing that i had just such distinct memories of from watching this episode like 10 or 11 years ago or whatever uh where he's just like um, my name's elton um not like, and then it just, for one second, like a jump scare of Elton John appears on screen. Uh huh. Um, and then he's like, I'm just a normal guy, I like drinking, and like going to Spain, and I love Electric Light Orchestra. And then it just plays, uh, Mr. Blue Sky, and he's doing a silly dance in his, in his room. And I remember. This was the moment where I was like, okay, I get why people hate this episode. Not in terms of I was feeling it, but I, I understood why a lot of people were like, uh-huh. Why is this what the fuck is this? If the doctor was dancing to Mr. Blue Sky in his bed his his bedroom, people would have been clapping. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I liked uh, it. I liked I liked this moment of Elton just having a good time. Yeah, it's I liked nice. It. They it's they charming. do a good job characterizing and humanizing this man. I do have one issue with his character, mm-hmm. which is that uh him being named Elton parentheses, not like Elton John is not a joke. It's nothing. I don't know why they. It is a. That's, it is just a name. It's it's nothing. Elton John did not like trademark or copyright his own name, and no one else can have it. I was, so he he starts looking into internet conspiracies because there's all this weird stuff that's been going on. His computer explodes, which I have to assume also would have happened to Rory and Mickey. Right. I mean, it happens to if you if you look up like if you look up like Etsy child trafficking, your computer will explode just from the sheer amount of results about it. They call him the Doctor because he's handing out red pills left and right. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that people don't know about this episode is that Elton did find the Doctor, but he also found a lot of other things uh, when he was online. Uh, he's he's really into David Icke. He's really into InfoWars. Uh this was a I mean this was what year was this? This was like the the mid 2000s, right? Maybe 2006 like, 7. It was six, such an seven. innocent time for conspiracy theories. This was like David Icke years. This was there was no there was no QAnon uh back then. Sorry, I I you need to explain what you mean when you say an innocent time. It was David Icke years because I'm just saying think I'm saying that there were not, um, prominent politicians in office who were, who okay. were following the conspiracy theories. I see. Yes, David Icke is a fucking cranked man, but also his, uh, his ideas were considered very, very fringe and crazy at the okay. time. Come on. My point being that, that definitely, um, <laughs> Elton is a gigantic anti-Semite. And he believes that uh the Jewish lizards are running the world. And also the doctor will save. He does believe that. All of those uh, things. So his computer explodes. He <sighs> finds after he gets a new computer, I guess, uh, or he just like dusts, what is dusts the, it off. What is the joke here about why does his was it just like trying to find out about the doctor fries his hard drive? What like why there did there was it? too much evidence of the doctor? Yeah. I don't know. I mean I mean, once again, spaceships did fly over london multiple times that's right there were too many we're websites. living in a we're living in a post conspiracy world at this, this point is before google uh like added what pagination like this is the one thing about uh like okay i get why Stephen doesn't want to touch this stuff is like what what happens in a world where everyone just knows about aliens being real and like unit and torchwood are around, like there's a lot to, to unpack there. and you Well, know. this is... I mean, I think that that's something that is legitimately good about this episode is that is a big part of it, is that it gets into the things that happen to normal people on Earth because the Doctor right. insists on spending all of his time here. Uh, and sometimes they get absorbed into a big smelly butt because of it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they have farted. Oh, oh So, he finds Ursula's blog. Uh, this is how he meets her. He finds her blog and sees that she has written about the man that he saw as a child, and there's even a picture of him looking exactly the same all these years later. Interesting. And also he was at the JFK assassination. Just wait till they find out about the fact that the doctor could be different guys. Oh my god. Um, Have we talked about the idea that you would look at the picture of the JFK assassination and there would be Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant and Matt Smith and (laughs) uh, Peter Capaldi and Jodie Whittaker and Shuti Gatwa? And Lady Me and clara <laughs> holding the gun clara is there multiple times because she's there with lady me traveling to see it and then she's also there one of her doubles is there because the doctor was there and there was also a villain who was going to kick the doctor in the nuts so yeah, she one had of her go. doubles is also yeah. there married to john f kennedy yeah, that's true also <laughs> no one knew that jackie kennedy's maiden name was oswin oswald osgood <laughs> jackie oswald uh, oswood good Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald! We did it! We found it! There's the joke, episode's over Oh my now. god, wait, Holy so fuck are we saying that one of Claire's doubles killed? was Lee yes. Harvey Oswald? <laughs> There's a lot that history has covered up, but yes. Um Oh no! And who killed Lee Harvey Oswald? Jack Ruby Sunday! From series 15, we're gonna see it. It hmm. happened. I don't know what that is. Was Ruby Sunday is the companion. The character or the actor? The, ca- the companion. The name okay. of the character. Okay. And apparently she's already uh, been written off the show. <laughs> and the <laughs> season hasn't even started yet. Wait, is that true? <laughs> yeah, they said that she's leaving after one season. Oh. Oh, well, man. Yeah, what? You know, one season. It's yeah. fine. I think Donna Donna was like one season, and she's the best companion ever, apparently. You know, I haven't seen her, but I know her, <laughs> and I love Legend her. Legend has it. Legend. <laughs> Some say (laughs) the first thing you notice about Donna is that she's only in like six episodes. So he meets with Ursula in a park. This is the first Uh time they've met. And she tells him that the man in the picture is called the doctor. And this is how you know that this episode wasn't written by Stephen Moffat because he goes, doctor what? Presumably, Rusty had already used his one series allowance of saying doctor who? The rule is once every other series. (laughs) Right. Uh real fans what uh, if he was a real true if he was a real one he would have said Doctor Han. Huh? but you know he would give us a little shout out but uh yeah but if it was Steven he would have said Doctor, doctor who, who and then the planet would start shaking <laughs> everyone starts clapping the silence arrived because the question has been asked. <laughs> he asked the question, the oldest question in the universe. So she explains that the reason she has a picture of the doctor is that after after when Christmas Invasion happened and nobody died, everybody got down from the roofs. Everyone was celebrating or in the streets, stood up from in front of their lawnmower, and she was just taking pictures of the celebrations. And she just happened to catch the doctor in one of those. So pictures. she saw a guy. Did she know Not to like, not to like uh, cinema senses, but like, had she already? Did she just see a weird man and was like, this I'm assuming must be the that weird she man. later realized. That she Uh, had a picture of this mysterious man that people have talked about. Yeah, it's a shame But we never really uh, hear about that. Yeah. So she says that she... Oh, no, she says right here uh, that she met a man named Mr. Skinner who told her... Who saw her picture and said, that's the doctor. She says that he is in the Inner Sanctum. Uh Don't get too mysterious about that because we'll find out very soon. Uh, And yeah, she uh he says that he saw the doctor when he was a kid she says let me guess he looked the same as he does now and he's like oh my god someone finally believes me i i mentioned this earlier i do want to mention yes this this actress is the lady who played moaning myrtle in the harry potter movie she is doing the moaning myrtle voice and then some in this episode it's really 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 painful to listen to yeah her voice is very uh like that um I'm not sure what her act- if that's her actual voice though. It's I like... I looked up an interview with her just to confirm that this is not how she actually talks, and no, it's not. <laughs> okay, so Rusty was like, or not, he didn't direct this one. Whatever, uh, Dan Zeff was like, no, 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 more, 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 more. Give me more of it. Come on. You know what? You know, in that movie where they directed you to sound as annoying as possible, can you do that? Can you do but that even for, like, more, <laughs> we want to top it. This is Doctor Who. We have to be more. Annoying. So Elton tells his vlog that he's has he, him and Ursula became proper mates. And then we we cut to like a half second shot of Ursula screaming later in the I'm episode. I'm dying in an Uh-oh, episode. Of it's Dr. not going to work out. Uh, so Ursula takes Elton to the inner sanctum, and we meet um, we meet a couple other uh, uh, fellas. There's uh, Mr. Skinner. Um, there's Bridget, and there's Bliss. Um, yes, and I, I want to say because as we are introduced to them, we we get sort of a montage of the stuff that they right. do because they are all here. They meet in the basement of a library to talk about the doctor and to try to investigate and maybe find him. And they all have a different thing that they focus on. So Mr. Skinner, he uh, studies the different men who pop up throughout history that he thinks are all the doctor. Bridget studies the mysterious blue box that pops up all over the place. And Bliss, she's a fucking girl. She's a stupid girl. She's an artist. She's a dumb hippie. She brings in this abstract sculpture, and she's like, um, "Well, I guess it's kind of about the doctor." Oh, she's how but like Kylo's why? But like, I guess it kind of means like whatever you want it to mean. And let's just say that Bliss. Well, she'll we get hate her. she'll get her, she'll get hers in the late. She'll department. get she'll hers get what she deserves, I guess, for the for the crime of being a hippie. For the record, I think this episode celebrates mediocrity um in the sense that all the members of uh what we learned to be uh what, what was called the intersectum, and then elton shows up and he decides that it's not called that anymore and he gives it that his own name that he likes more um that we see them all just enjoying being silly adults who you know have their hobbies that they're not very good at but that's okay because they don't because they're having fun um, right except for bliss who gets singled out for being a dumb lady. I don't feel like Phyllis is particularly singled out. I felt like she she was very singled out and very unreasonably so, but I'll talk about that when it happens. Uh, Yeah, yeah, uh, so London... uh, London. London. Elton suggests a name for their group the London Investigation Detective Agency, or Linda for short. And then he leans over to Ursula and says, (laughs) I've had that idea for years. I like when they question him on the N being for Linda. He uses fish and chips to, uh, to, uh, kind of explain he's like yeah i think it's gonna be fish and chips rock and roll and they're like ah okay linda um and then uh so he talks about the linda meetings about like it It started out as being you know they would come in talk about the doctor and do their own research and whatever and then all of a sudden uh bridget started bringing in food and skinner started doing readings of a book he's working on yeah and, i like, like it i like that it's like bridget started bringing in home-cooked food that was so great and then mr skinner started reading us excerpts from the novel he was working on and that sucked (laughs) but they all like spending time together it's it's wholesome it's sweet um yeah they're all getting closer they're like they're like opening up to each other bridget talks about how she like lost her daughter to drug addiction and bliss brings in her guitar and they they start playing music together and Hey, what do you know? Bridget plays piano, Mr. Skinner plays drums, Ursula plays bass, Elton likes ELO. So they become an ELO cover band. <laughs> okay, I wanna talk very briefly about the this so 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 like I like that. I like Linda a lot about just like um because I think this episode is like about like fan fandom in a way. Like about how to have a healthy relationship with media or the things you like and the fact that it started as a doctor who thing but then it turns into just a group of friends who like to hang out um until later when it becomes only a doctor who thing and then they all get eaten by a butt um which is to represent (coughs) unhealthy fan fandom but my point being um i think about this I, i i i can't remember if i've ever talked about it here um have you seen sherlock I've seen the first season. Okay, you haven't it. seen the second. Okay, so um, Stephen Moffat is a bastard, and he hates his fans so fucking... I can't think of anybody who hates hates his fans more oh, than I Stephen do. Oh, I do know about this thing, yes. but yes, please um, continue. So, at, at the end of one season, spoil, River Song voice spoilers, I guess, um, but I don't respect Sherlock enough to care about spoilering things. Um, Sherlock fakes his death um, in his final showdown with Moriarty, and then... Um, in the next, in this next season premiere, which I think is season three, it might be, it might be season, yeah, I think it's season three, opens with this episode that follows this like Sherlock fan club as they try to unravel the mystery of how Sherlock survived the encounter with Moriarty. Um, and one of them is like a Sherlock, Moriarty shipper, and they like do a shot of Benedict Cumberbatch and whoever played Moriarty like about to kiss and it's like, ha ha fuckers got him and then the whole end of the episode is that all these people suck and you shouldn't ask questions about how Sherlock did a thing because how could you possibly comprehend his big genius brain how could you possibly understand and then I don't even remember if they ever reveal how he survived my point being (laughs) uh Stephen Moffat fucking hates people who like his tv shows um and I, I couldn't help but compare these two groups um Linda and the fucking uh, Sherlock investigation uh, idiots who suck shit and they all should probably be killed and they're all on Tumblr and I hate my fans I'm Stephen Moffat um, and I just like this group of people a lot more uh, that was basically it Rusty doesn't have absolute contempt for the people who have the nerve to enjoy his his creations I, yeah, I saw a lot of people talking about how this episode is in one way or another uh, like a metaphor for fandom I'm, I I see why people say that. I'm not entirely sold on that being intentional, but I do think that, Jesus, I'm so sorry. People moved in upstairs again, and now there's more, ah, the creaking is back. Uh, Whatever, I don't want to talk about this episode anymore. I forgot what I was saying. we're we're done. Um, okay. So, so they're all friends. They're all hanging out. They're all engaging in healthy phantom dis, uh, discourse and, and enjoying things a healthy amount <laughs> as opposed to later when they will, they will, uh, obsess about Doctor Who an unhealthy amount. Um, and then a guy comes in, um, a man, uh, with, in a suit with a cane uh, and he, he introduces himself as Victor Kennedy. We saw him earlier in the episode. Um, he says, hello, I'm Victor Kennedy. And Elton's like, that's when the golden age of Linda ended. That's when it stopped being a fun, healthy fan group and started being an unhealthy. Sam, why are you creaking so much? God damn it. Stop. God you attention to it when I'm ruining, not talking, you're I can't ruining it out. You're ruining the episode. I have upstairs neighbors again. Move. It's not my fault. Um, so Skinner, uh, Mr. Skinner, Skinner, uh, goes to shake, nice, uh, boy. sorry, Simpsons. uh, I can help myself. Uh, it goes to, like, shake Victor Kennedy's hands, and he's like, oh, I can't, you, you, I can't touch you, I'm sorry, I've got eczema. Eczema. That's eczema, the and they're like, "It's that's not the word, it's eczema. Unfortunately for them, they don't uh, remember that aliens exist, so it's not incredibly obvious to them that this guy is an alien. They forgot for, well, they became such good friends, and they enjoyed, like, yellow uh, and... And Bridget's. The the tunes were so good that they forgot about aliens. They forgot why they were here in the first place, which was aliens in outer space. So, (laughs) uh, Victor Kennedy uh, pulls out, like, a video of the Doctor and Rose, um, and and it's got audio, and when Elton hears the sound of the TARDIS, he (laughs) creams his jeans, (laughs) because it's the most beautiful sound of the world. He remembers, he's like, I forgot until now, that noise is what woke me up that night when I was a kid. We then get more montaging. There's a lot of montaging in this episode the episode uh, where the uh, the uh, the idea. Of, I get why Victor says the TARDIS is the most beautiful noise in the world. He's like a big big fan of the Doctor. It's like, do. what did I say? Victor Victor does not like the sound of the TARDIS. Um, but that was the most beautiful sound in the world. It's such a fucking Stephen Moffat ass thing for someone to say. You know? <laughs> can you not imagine like I don't know Clara or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm actually kind of surprised that that was in Davy's <laughs> like, episode. Or like uh, one of the one of the Gallifreyan soldiers would be like, "That is the sound of our salvation." There's I'm a legend that when Elton you Elton said he- that it's the most beautiful sound in the world, but he didn't remember the sound until just now. So what is he even associating it with? He's associating it with, uh, and we he associates it with what we later find out, I guess spoilers, to be the death of his fucking mother. <laughs> It's the most beautiful in the world. It reminds me. <laughs> she told me that I couldn't play ski ball. It mean, was the night she, that I. She said that I had to go home and do my homework. It was the night that I was finally free from my bitch mom. <laughs> I got to live in the orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> it ruled. Yeah, that was, that was the night that I learned my first Fortnite dance, and I did it on my mom's corpse. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so Victor puts them to work. Um, they all start, like, he, like, puts up, they put a bunch of desks up in the, they meet in, like, the basement of some out, uh, oh, it's an, I think an old library basement or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and so they put up a bunch of desks and chalkboards or whatever, so you know that, that now they're really down to business. Um, and each of them gets a task. Uh He mentions the Torchwood files. Uh-huh. Um. Anyone ever heard of it? I don't know what Torchwood is. Uh and Torchwood, then, isn't that the werewolf's house? Torchwood, isn't that where uh isn't that where Queen Victoria saved all of England with a really cool gem? Um and then before they all leave to go do their homework, um he's like, Bliss, could I have a word with you in private? And then as they're all walking away, you can hear the sound of Bliss screaming and saying, Help, I'm being eaten by a butt. <laughs> Yeah. So they as they're leaving, yeah, they don't hear her scream because they're too busy talking about how you know things are things have it's changed. Not fun it was so anymore. much fun, but now it feels like work. Uh this is no longer healthy relationship with fandom. They the say. next time they come in, they're all working in their in the Linda office that Victor has set up, and Elton is like, Where where is Bliss? And Victor says, Oh, she ran off to get married. <laughs> It'll never last, stupid girl. Because she's a girl. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so one day they, they get a report about a blue police box sighted in Woolwich, and Victor sends them to look for it. And Elton on the vlog explains that this is where we start introduced yeah. to this story. This is with the bucket. Uh, so we skip back to after the warehouse stuff. Uh he returns to the Linda office and Victor is like yelling at him, You failed to catch the you doctor. Suck. He he's like what is, Elton's like, haha, you can't hit me because of your eczema. And Victor's like, well, I can strike you with my cane. But then Ursula is like, I'll kick your ass if you do that. So, I don't know what that epic moment was where (laughs) where it's like, you can't hit me. Yeah, I don't... It's not like Victor is this, like, teacher... If a person hits you, you can hit them back. I'm pretty sure in the law. I think, <laughs> yeah. think there's a law. Especially about if it. they have eczema. Yeah, definitely. There's a British law that says you can beat up anyone with eczema. Um, wasn't that what happened at the end of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? <laughs> I do believe that um, that coral took me a second. Wasn't absorb a law or whatever? Uh huh. Um. Oh, that was funny. You know, I feel like this episode is really kind of dragging a little bit. If only it got really good, uh, right now. But, uh, it, it won't. Wait, just kidding. It does, because it's time for Jackie. Well, because not, we uh, got Victor, one thing, no, 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 no. Real quick, um, uh-huh. uh, Oh, yeah, they're, they're trying to find because the, the reason they the Jackie comes into the episode is because Victor wants them to find Rose. They want to find out about the person who the doctor travels with and they don't know who she is because um, something called the bad wolf virus corrupted all the Torchwood files on her on her. Um, just that's to, convenient. Maybe maybe there's an actual plot reason for that that we'll find out. I wonder if we'll we ever if about. we'll ever learn on the podcast what bad wolf means. Probably not. Stay tuned. Uh but Elton, who, who of course, met Rose briefly, says, well, the one thing I, I did hear is that she had a London accent. So they're like, okay, we're going to go to London and look around. There's a funny hee haw cut where Elton is narrating. He's like, and I knew then that this task would be impossible. It not like you're doing like... You're doing, like, Kyle voice, like, uh, and I knew this task would be impossible. It was clear to me at that point that this task would be my most difficult yet. Uh, but then he hears a woman, uh, or he he meets a woman who, have we seen this lady before? I feel like we have. What lady? She's, like, the old neighbor lady. I don't know. Well, anyway, she's like, oh, that's Rose Tyler. She lives right down there, and her mom is Jackie. And then he... (laughs) Like moments later, sees Jackie walking into a laundromat and hears someone just be like, Hey, Jackie Jackie, Tyler, (laughs) have a good day. I did love this. I, I, uh, I mean, it's, it's lucky that he he had such a chance encounter. You know, he doesn't have the, the, uh, the fucking, uh, incredibly, uh, broad information network like Wilfred Mod had. <laughs> just, what, they had a neighbor. It was like the they called it like the silver gray net or yeah, something. the silver net or something. The gray net. um But uh, no, Elton just this... walked into the laundromat and Jackie was there, and everyone says hi, Jackie Tyler. Well, this is this is good and this is funny, and it's the funniest part of the episode because uh Elton says on the vlog, like I I would need to make use of all of Victor's espionage lessons. And hey, do you have like have some step change? one? Yeah, make contact with the target. And Jackie just walks up and says, "Excuse me, do you have change?" Yeah. Step two, get on first ter- on first name terms with the target. My name is Jackie, by the way. <laughs> step three, ingratiate yourself with a joke. And she just like turns back to him while putting her laundry in the washing machine and goes, <laughs> "You know, Elton, here we are, complete strangers, and I'm flashing you me knickers." The one thing about Rusty is that he can be pretty funny sometimes. You can do a good joke here and there. No, this is all Jackie. Rusty didn't write that. Oh, Rusty, this was improv from the character Jackie Tyler? (laughs) That's right. Uh, Step four, find a subtle way to integrate yourself into the target's household. And then as he's about to open his mouth, Jackie just goes... Oh, you know, the reason I'm down here is because my washing machine's broken. You're not any good at fixing things, are you? I love this because How about you come to my house. I love this because because it's not only is it funny, but also it's so uh, incredibly in character for Jackie. It's mm-hmm. just like this is yes, it would not be hard. Uh, I think that Elton uh, says maybe two words in this entire <laughs> scene, and I think there, I'm Elton. <laughs> um. So she uh, he goes to the apartment. He replaces a fuse on the washing machine yes. it's like in a video game um uh and uh i i only just recently had the revelation of just how many video games have replaced fuse as a as a thing you have to do um mm-hmm. in every video game ever and how every character uh it's knows... its own genre it's a fuse them up <laughs> every video game character has an intrinsic knowledge of how to replace a fuse which if you told me <laughs> if you told me like a fuse broke can you go fix yeah they just it? have to hold x <laughs> i would be like i don't know if i know how to do that but i i can certainly try um so yeah she says that uh she says that uh you know mickey used to she had knew a, knew a funny little garbage can boy named mickey who, uh, A little mate named Mickey. He, he used to me be... like likey little Mickey. He used to fix things for her, but he went off to live in the mirror world or something. I don't know where he went at this point in the show. <laughs> where is he? Oh, yeah. Where... Th- this... I... Uh, is he, let me is look he, at the episode is he with his? Is he with his, his beautiful romantic boyfriend in, in the other world? This might be before that. Well, where is he? he? Is he just on the TARDIS now? No, he can't be because they didn't like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. So... The Age of Steel has already happened. Okay, oh, fine. I forgot. It's your favorite stat, Jordan. Oh, right. This, because we saw the next. This is time a on. run of co- five contiguous right. episodes. It's our longest run yet. That see five episodes is worth noting. I think that's a lot of episodes in a row that we've seen. It's Age of Steel, Idiots, Lantern, Impossible Planet, Satan, Satan Pit, Love and Monsters. God, Look at I us. can't believe! I can't believe! Uh... I can't believe they fucking sandwiched <laughs> Satan Pit and Age of Steel like a, two pretty great episodes, and then they put Mark Gatiss, um, Idiot's Lantern garbage in them. I hate that episode. I hated that one, and it's in the middle of it. Ugh. We've actually we're like we're like most of the way done with season, season two. two. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I I I've, I've been thinking about this lately. Of like. um I always was saying that Doctor Who is a, you know, largely a kind of middling to okay TV show with some really, really good <laughs> and really, really bad episodes scattered in. Uh, and now I'm realizing that the ones that are really, really bad are just like when they let Mark Gatiss write for it. <laughs> no, you still have to rewatch Robot of Sherwood and you'll like it. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Um, at least for like the Sherwood. first couple seasons. Uh, Sherwood. Uh, so, yeah, so Elton he gives her his phone number and yeah. says, "Let me know if you need any more help around the house." They go into the living room for some tea. She shows him all these pictures of her daughter, and she gets like, a little bit morose. Yeah. She's traveling. She miss Rose. The, yeah, she's traveling all she's over. She's traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, like, "Oh, oh, who's she traveling with? Anyone in particular?" And she's like, "Oh, just, just friends." friends have to go back. So he goes back to Linda, and he's, he's like, look, it's Jackie. I got a picture of her. And then Skinner's like, how the hell did you do such a good job? How did you... uh How is your I want to see so the good? scene where he's like, all right, I got your washing machine fixed. Do you want to take a <laughs> Can picture? Can I take a picture of you? He has his Polaroid camera. Did he go to, like, get the picture developed or printed? I assume it was on his camera phone. I don't- they actually have cameras on phones. I don't nowadays. even know, honestly... Honestly, I I think I could do it with my phone right now. Take a picture. Get like get get a picture printed. I don't know how one would go from having a picture taken on an old camera phone from the mid two thousands to having a. Was printed. he not showing them his phone? Oh, was he? Show- I thought he was like showing them a glossy, like a glossy <laughs> of Jackie that he printed. He he took a picture of her on his flip phone, and then he took a picture of <laughs> his phone screen with a Polaroid camera. Get a, we get like a ten minute. Scene of him going to like the print shop with his phone and being like, "Can you help me? I I need to." And then they like the the the. They're like, "I'm sorry, there's no way to do that." Like, um, we can do it, but we need to get it off the phone. He's like, "How do I do that?" Oh, well, actually, we have a service. If you if you text the picture to this number. Um we can get it at the store and he says okay wait well i don't have the you can the get a, you can get an adapter where you where you chunk your flip phone into this box that, <laughs> that attaches to a floppy drive and he's like well i don't have the service right now to send hold on can i can i come home can i go home and then can i come back the next day and they're like oh we're closed that day so he says okay i'll come back on monday um the other joke that i have about this is that he took a picture of jackie with his game boy camera and printer <laughs> Yeah, all of those things are true, but there's just one problem, they say at the at the print mm-hmm. shop. Our printer blew a fuse, and he says, no <laughs> No <fucking> problem. <laughs> I've been playing Alan Wake- Elton's got this. I've been playing Alan Wake 2, and I played Alan Wake 1, and both of them are just games that are going from fuse box to fuse box, basically, fixing fuses. There are so many fuses in that game. Why is it such a common thing in video games? Do you know how to fix a broken fuse? Yeah, you just replace it with a- Working one. I don't know where... The, I I mean, I have an apartment. I I think there's a fuse box in here. I, I don't think I've ever actually seen a f- Maybe people are laughing at me right now. It's just never happened in my real life. Only in video games. I mean, if you have an apartment, the fuse box would probably be in some sort of central area. You probably just have a circuit breaker. That's a true. It's a circuit breaker. I think. That's the word I'm thinking of. Yeah, welcome to fuse, guess electric anyway. electri- Electricity. How does it work? Am I right? Anyway, so... Uh, yeah, he's he's back at Linda, he's showing them the picture on his phone that he printed out on his Game Boy, and uh Skinner says, but how that's amazing, how did you manage to execute all four espionage steps in such precise order? And Elton says, Well, you know, I had to work hard, because she keeps things close to her chest, and then Ursula goes, That's a hell of a chest. <laughs> Boy. Oy, 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 oy. That's the Ursula voice. <laughs> 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 it's like i'm trying to do lisa simpson voice (laughs) i'm lisa simpson uh victor says that now it's time for step five uh kill jack full plan of attack and he says okay so you guys get going i'll work on a plan so it's actually not time for step five elton you keep infiltrating do whatever it takes to get the information and uh bridget uh could you hang back for a moment and before, uh, before she goes to get eaten by a butt, ew, uh, Skinner, like, kisses her on the cheek, because there's a little something in them, and when they leave, uh, Elton- This and- is such classic Doctor uh-huh. Who shit, it's like, it's time for her to die, we have to introduce a reason to right. make you sad about it at right. the last second. Um, and he's like, oh, you know, maybe I, I maybe, um, yeah, I'm interested in, in Bridget. Ah! <laughs> Not a butt! okay so Uh, now we're back yeah elton another montage of uh uh him fixing stuff at jackie's place it becomes very apparent that she is breaking things (laughs) we all but get a scene of her just throwing a hammer around the apartment her (laughs) coffee table this is the third time your coffee table is broken this week what keeps happening jackie (laughs) little does he know that it is just separate Doctor Who related incidents breaking that coffee table. She's just like shoving the the toaster into the garbage disposal. <sighs> She's shoving the garbage disposal into the toaster. Oh, I don't think they have garbage disposals in England. I don't know. She's putting the toaster in the blender. They don't call it a blender. I don't know there. so it just I don't know what happened to it. Uh but yeah, as he's doing this, his, like, shirt is, sh- he's, like, reaching for the light on the ceiling, and his shirt's kind of poking him, and you can see his tummy, and she's like, nice! And she has no belly button. Um. Oh, shit. Uh, and then she pours them some wine, she's like, Ooh. And then she, and then, she, Jackie, Jackie being a little, uh, a little uncool in this moment, um... Yeah. Uh where uh she's like pours wine. She's normally really cool. She's normally super cool, but she takes off her sunglasses and and uh and uh she really pushes uh the concept of consent um to uncomfortable places when she spills wine on Elton and is like, "Uh-oh, better take your shirt off." He <laughs> Yeah, she's like, "My daughter's not coming home tonight, just so you know." And yeah, she like spills a little wine on his shirt and says, "Oh, you better take it off." And he's like, "Oh, it's okay. It's just a little." And she just dumps <laughs> Wine all over him <laughs> and says and I quote there. Ruined. ruined. <laughs> And I broke my washing machine too, so you can't clean it here. It's broken again. He looks over and the washing machine is just full of toast. <laughs> she learns how to take she learned how to take the washing machine apart, but not how to put it back together. And he, he just looks at it's been completely she field stripped this washing washing machine. He op- he opens the closet to he's like he's flustered. He's like, I gotta get out of here. He opens the closet door and just fuses pour out. <laughs> it's a horror movie. Uh <laughs> And then and then uh, Elton goes into the bathroom and he takes his shirt off and you see he does have a belly button. Don't worry, don't. Another panic. montage. He's like psyching himself up. He's brushing his teeth. He's putting on deodorant. He's shadow boxing. It's unclear if he actually wants to fuck her. Mm-hmm. He seems like kind of. He's kind of it. into it, yeah. Which hey, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, He he walks back into the living room, but and now Jackie in the meantime has gotten a phone call from Rose. And she gets very, she's very Sad. down now Aww. when she says goodbye. She misses her daughter. And yeah. she's like, I'm sorry, Elton. I was just being stupid. You know, it's really hard not knowing where my daughter is. And sometimes I go a bit mad and I shouldn't, I shouldn't have tried to use you for sex. You can put your shirt back on. And she's like, just, you you should go. And he says, you know what? You know what, Jackie? Screw this mission. You need cheering up. Right. Let me I'm go gonna get I'm going to go pizza. get us a pizza. And then... I think this was a callback to something earlier that I forgot about where he's like, we can wa- we can eat pizza and watch the TV really loud to annoy your neighbor. Like proper mates, he says. Like proper mates. And Jackie says, that would be great. And this was a very confusing moment because Elton then like runs out and he's like, he's like dancing and whistling down the street or whatever. As vlogger narrator Elton says, everything suddenly made sense. I've been missing the obvious in all the aliens and conspiracies, and I was like, "Wait, did he fall <laughs> in love with Jackie because I know that that doesn't work out if it's so, But then he says, "I like Jackie, but I like someone else even more, so somehow this made him realize that he's in love with Ursula when you don't have sex with Jackie Tyler, it helps you appreciate Ursula other people the yeah, other people that you're with. not having sex with, right. And he said, uh, uh, the, the only problem with Ursula, he said, I really like her, but I just wish that she had less arms and legs and was a little we more get a, square. We get an Ursula montage. Let me just Control F montage in my notes. <laughs> there are a lot of montages in this episode. Huh. One, two. Apparently, I, that doesn't. That's not right. Because I've mentioned more montages. Uh-huh. Than this. And they and this episode is a clever count of zero because so much of this episode happens in a montage. They so actually he's got the pizza. Yeah and he comes back but Jackie is waiting outside for him with his coat and he says oh what's up and she says well you son of a bitch you know i i knew that you would be too nice to let me pay for the pizza so i wanted to just slip some money into your pocket and i found a picture of rose and you... he's like i'm not i'm not i'm not creeping on your daughter i'm creeping on the, the doctor, doctor. And, and jackie's like yeah i figured. I, yeah i thought you cared about me but it it's never me you were just trying to get to the doctor. It sucks yeah, to be the one who's it's left. It's never about me. She's doing good yeah. acting here. She says, like, uh, it's hard being one of the ones who, who's left behind. Um, but I will protect the doctor and Rose with my life. Um, go away. Never come back. Leave me alone. Ugh, oh, I feel so yeah, bad for Yeah, I, I really like that. Yeah. I like that she she is, she feels sad about the fact also, that she's in this situation at all. But she is very protective right. of Rose and the doctor. I like I like Jackie. It's nice. Yeah, Jackie's strong in in her own way, and I like that. Um, I like that Jackie is not just like a joke character all the time. Yeah, um, she rules. I fucking love Jackie so much. She's such a good She's, character. Is she the main character of this podcast? <laughs> She's certainly one of my favorite characters. My favorite characters are Jackie and Donna. <laughs> Donna, a character we have not seen very much. Hey, I don't know who that is. Well, now I'm trying to think: is there a character that I like more than Jackie? Clara, Lady Me. <laughs> No, the dude who the dude who was doing like comedy, stand up comedy, and then he got to live forever. <laughs> His name was like gentleman, gentleman J- Jerry or something like that. Gentleman Jack or something. I think wasn't it like Quick Sam? S- something. like that. <laughs> I think it was actually Quick Sam. Probably. Sw- oh, it was something Swift. Sam oh, I Swift. think it was Sam the Swift. I think it was just Sam Swift. Ah, oh, well. No one will ever know, cause no one's ever gonna check. Yeah, I'm not rewatching that episode. That episode had a big kitty cat van in it. That was the villain was a big lion. And then, ugh, that episode. He breathed fire and we didn't even like it. This <laughs> episode was absolutely blocked. Anyway, th- that, he's my favorite character. And then it's Angel the Bob. And no, Sam Swift. And then Angel Bob. Then Jackie. Then Donna. Then the, um, crew of Meet Dave guys inside the Nazi robot. <laughs> than our impression of Lady uh, ryan saying he's got birds in his backpack <laughs> you put i listen you fucking edited that in into the last episode and he really does say birds in the backpack it's the exact same tone he's like look i had some in the backpack <laughs> it's amazing uh uh so thank you for proving us right okay so um it's the only thing we've ever accurately <laughs> represented <laughs> this <laughs> character is not even called elton his name is edward no yeah so edward goes back to linda and he has sort of a crisis of conscience here where he's like what are we doing what's the point of this everything used to be great we used to be best friends um and have so much fun and victor showed up and you know no wonder bliss and bridget stopped coming in because it just sucks this is like work now um we're, yeah, he we're tells Victor, i'm leaving and skinner and ursula are coming with me Ursula, by the way, unrelated. Do you want to get dinner with me? And she's like, What does that have to do with anything? And he's like, I'm asking you on a date. And she says, (laughs) (laughs) I had a cat named Snowball. She died. She died. (laughs) (laughs) I had to I had to take a second go at it. And I think that one was a little (laughs) our new segment (laughs) our new segment (laughs) Wish Us Lisa. (laughs) Wish us Lisa. (laughs) Okay, so the so uh so Victor's like, if you leave now, you'll never learn about the doctor. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. Goodbye. Um, and Wish then, Us Lisa, for anyone who doesn't know, is a reference to our segment on Sounds About Light called Wish Us Duck where we'll we do a Donald Duck impression. How's that going, by the way? I haven't had an update on that in a while. <coughs> it's pretty good, actually. Not You're getting there. Thank you. Um, so... <sighs> The ending of the ending the ending of Us Duck is is the part where you inherit the role from uh, Tony Anselmo when he retires. That's correct. That's correct. Okay, so so uh, they're all like, "We're fucking out of here, fuck you, Vic- uh, Victor." And then right before, um, they I leave, do like the part where he asks Ursula to come to dinner with him. And isn't there a thing in here where he's like, "Anyway, let's get going, Mister Skinner." And Skinner's like, "Oh, am I going to dinner?" And he's like. <laughs> Oh no. no. Oh, I don't care what happens to me now. If someone ate me, ate me with their butt, I wouldn't even care. And then uh, Victor's like, "Well, Ooh. I guess I'll have to eat my patented Skinner burgers." <laughs> what is this? Why are we doing so much Simpsons in this episode? What happened here? There's a guy named Mister Skinner, and we were doing Lisa voice. Any, any, any other? I will say characters? I don't know how you connected the voice that I did for Ursula <laughs> to Lisa Simpson Well, it didn't sound like Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness this is how I sound That sounds like Lisa to me. <laughs> it doesn't sound like go- it doesn't sound like a good Lisa, it just sounds like your best effort. <laughs> I don't know why you think it sounds anything like Lisa. And then and then Elton is so sad that he starts crumping and then Ursula says, I'll crump with you, sweetie pie. Okay, no more of that. It's an okay Marge. Um uh, okay, no more of that and I I will not be listening to this one back. Um and also <laughs> Victor before uh Skinner leaves, Victor says, "Can I speak with you in private?" There's probably enough Simpsons episodes out there that if I wanted to, I could anytime I do the Ursula voice, I could just edit in Lisa Simpson saying the same words that I said. There's got to be a Lisa Simpson quote where she Lisa- says something about going Arex- to dinner. Rexocorico fallapatorius. <laughs> uh so Bridget, uh, yeah, uh, uh, oh, right. The reason, the way that Victor, uh, lures, uh, Skinner into his butt is that he, uh, says that he's got Bridget's, uh, phone numbers and he's gonna help her, uh, help him track her down. And he says, ooh, cool, okay. And then, and yeah, then, I've got them right here up my butt and around the corner. <laughs> and, and then, and El- then uh, Elton and Ursula leave, and you, and then, uh, er- and then as they leave but Ursula. This time. Yeah. Something has changed. Ursula forgets her phone, so she goes back. And sees um Skinner is not there. Victor is behind a comical a comic uh, comedy style newspaper. And uh he says take your a phone comedy and- style newspaper, all comic strips. It's all um family circus. Uh that'd be really so funny. funny. I think it's family Circus. and then uh and then uh he's like, Take your phone and leave. And then you could hear Skinner go, oh, no! Oh, no! And they notice that Victor's hands are now big alien what hands. What big scary alien hands you have! And then he puts and he puts down the newspaper, and he's a big gross alien. And Skinner's face is sticking out of his stomach. It's pretty nasty. This dude is gross. I don't like this one. This one's a, a bad, a bad alien man. Um, and Bridget's face is on his back. And here's where the and they're f- like, "Where's Bliss?" And we hear, and he leans over and lifts up an ass cheek, and Bliss goes you don't want to know she's taking it in stride really like like this horrible torment that she's experiencing um and then elton comes downstairs i guess he's here now and uh and he's like ah you're some you've absorbed them you're some kind of absorb from Absorbulon Nine. Right, that's the thing I, I kind of like about Absorbulon is that it's so close to him saying that he's from Absorbulon Nine, which is our. And joke. more and importantly, when, when are, are we? we? And he's like, I love absorbing guys, and I want to absorb the doctor. <laughs> he so basically good. he says, "I love absorbing guys." <laughs> I'm, an abs- I'm kind of an absorbing guy, and it's I love absorbing so guys. Good when I absorb a guy. I can't wait to absorb the doctor. It's gonna be so awesome. I wonder if he's gonna like regenerate inside my tummy. Ooh. um, and then, uh, and then Ursula is going to beat this man to death with his own cane, and he's like, "No, please!" And then he absorbs her. He grabs her by the hand and starts absorbing her. And he says, one touch, is one all it touch takes. is all it takes. And more on that line later. Uh, so Elton tries, he like goes to grab her and pull her back out. But she says, don't touch me. Because if, if you touch me, you might get absorbed too. And then she says a very weird line, which is, I'm so sorry that you can't touch me. <laughs> this is again, another thing about being a Doctor Who fan. It's all a metaphor. Uh-huh. If you become a Doctor Who fan, inevitably, the more you get into Doctor Who, the less you will be able to touch a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is such a, this is such a, to be like, such a fucking mid-2000s joke where he's like, mmm, taste like chicken. I feel yeah, like, that... yeah, that is a, that is, that uh, I haven't heard a taste like chicken joke in a long ass time. Her face appears between his nasty alien tits. They're lactating also, so you know he's No, really and cool. he, uh, Elton says, let her go, and he says, I can. It's Months. irreversible. Mm. Ursula, whose face we're looking at, says that she now can read uh, Victor's thoughts. I was trying to remember if he gets a name as an alien. I don't think he does. He's the Absorbiloff. Yeah. Um, she says, I can read his thoughts, and you're next. Oh, you need to read this like thoughts. I, I guess I can also read his thoughts. <laughs> I didn't realize that mind reading was so easy. And they're all like, run, run, run. Um, Yeah. And And he just like stands there for, I want to say about 10 minutes. He stands Before he starts to run. He stands there as long as he spent in the print shop trying to get that picture printed. Uh Uh-huh. So (laughs) Victor chases him around outside. He no longer cares about being seen. I should, at this point, I should say that the Absorbiluf was designed by a child for the uh, British show Blue Peter. He was a yes. Blue Peter contest winner um who yes. designed and this alien does look like it was designed by a child. It looks like shit. That child should be ashamed of himself. That adult <laughs> man <laughs> oh, should be Oh, is that ashamed. the point? Yeah. No, and, uh, but the one fun fact that I do know about the Absorveviloff uh thanks to, thank you ironicus uh is that um is that the Absorveviloff was supposed to be the size of a double-decker bus and the child was very disappointed that it wasn't. Yeah, that's why everyone hates this episode. Yeah, they said, I like this episode a lot, but I wish the Absorbil was way bigger. Uh, so, so Elton is getting backed into a corner and he just immediately gives up because he's like, what's the point? I'll never, I'll never be able to I'm, touch uh, Ursula. Yeah. And then Ursula's face just pops out and says, don't give up. And Victor says, you know, if I eat you, then you can be with Ursula forever. But then the TARDIS appears. The most beautiful and the sound in the world. doctor gets out. And he's, this is, a, I love this moment because he gets out and he says, someone wants a word with you. And right. we're like, oh, with, with the alien. But then Rose just you like stomps my mom. up to Elton and says, you upset my mom. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love that. Um, and Elton is like, do we, do we just like not care about this? Oh, alien and then the, doctor, kill me? the doctor's like, oh, he's an absorbing guy. He's some kind of absorbitrix. And then, and then uh, Victor says, I'm an absorbiloph. Yes, Elton, when he calls, when Elton calls him an Absorbaloth, Victor's like, oh, huh, I, like I like that. that. <laughs> and now Victor has completely internalized that. He's absorbed Victor that. Victor does not, Victor does not have a name for his own species. Um, no, uh, and well, Rose asks if he's a slithine. And Victor's like, ugh, no, I'm from the I'm from the twin planet of Raxacoricofallapatorius. It's called Clom. Clom. <laughs> we'll and up. we hate those guys on our planet. They're disgusting. They uh, fart. They make stinky noises. Um, we put faces on our butts, but we don't fart with them. Um, that would be gross. <laughs> we have standards on Clom. But we don't have a name for our species. I need to go back home and report this back to them. Uh, They're the clomulans. He comes back and he's like, My brethren, we are the Absorbaloff." It's just a crowd of a million Absorbaloffs. Finally! They all start clapping and then (laughs) high-fiving and they all start absorbing each other. (laughs) No! God damn it. So he tells the doctor to surrender or Elton dies and he's like, i know that you will because you're nice and the doctor goes i'm Eh. the 10th doctor bitch i don't give a shit about anyone i killed a guy in my first episode remember and and victor's like "Uh, he will die doctor and the doctor just goes go on then i love the 10th doctor i love him he's such a prick um and i think he's actually going to allow it to happen because the doctor does not save him no mercy no second chances you upset jackie now you die (laughs) Um, But with the power of teamwork, all the faces inside of Victor are all like pulling and they literally rip him apart and he dies. Well, no, what happens is he, he drops his cane and Ursula can read his thoughts. And she says, as you know, the Absorbaloffs, all of them, their power to not die is in their cane. So you have to break the cane. And then he smashes the cane, and then Victor turns into a big slime puddle, and all the- Oh, and this is so stupid. The doctor explains that the cane was limiting his power, but now his power is unlimited, so he's absorbing himself into the planet. This alien is truly the invention of a child. Like- like nothing the fact that nothing about this alien makes like logical sense when they always do try to explain the aliens you know they're like oh they have weeping angels they're quantum uh, creatures they can be seen uh, not seen." and this is like this guy needs a cane or he will absorb himself into the earth he's there's a whole alien planet full of them and it's right next to the other one that we know about do you actually think that that was the child it sounds like the child, but it might not. Have I been. think the child drew the picture, and that's where it ends. It was the ch- it was the eight year old boy named Russell T Davies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very interesting, Russell. <laughs> Underlining this, I'm not sure about this one. Uh, and then a little blob of of Victor lands on this like stone tile in the ground, Absorted. and Ursula's face pops out of it and says goodbye. goodbye, Elton. And he cries for Ursula, and Rose comforts him. And the doctor finally explains why he was in Elton's house all those years ago. I was chasing because it. there was a living shadow in Elton's house—an elemental shade that had escaped from the howling halls from season something episode something. I stopped the shade, but I couldn't save your mom. And Elton's like, "That's okay. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. I get to go." And then Elton the- is like, "Oh, I forgot that I my, forgot mom, that my died mom died that, that day. night." Yeah i was oh, i was right. i was like repressing that memory yeah that that was very like okay yeah not hey, right. underlining this one not sure about this one russell <laughs> unnecessary <laughs> make a change change this please <laughs> maybe maybe introduce it earlier if you think that this is good and then we're back with eltony's blog and he says we reg- we forget because we must He says. There's also a little uh, metaphorical scene where a little boy Elton waves goodbye to his mom. uh, He says that memories become stories when we forget them, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? That was the dumbest line ever. It was like, it was like memories become stories when they die, or something like that. Who cares? Bad work, Stephen. Hags. (laughs) I thought you were calling. I thought you were calling Stephen a hag. Yeah. Uh. Then yeah, he does. He does go lines mode, and he's like. Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between the most terrible things and the most brilliant. I can't separate the fact that I made a bunch of friends and then they all died horribly. Who can possibly say? Stephen King once said that salvation and damnation are the same thing, and I never understood until now, because the doctor might be wonderful, but those times with Linda were the best in my life, and now they're destroyed, and it's not the doctor's fault. But maybe if you touch him, even for a second, he destroys It's like there's a parallel with the Um Will Jackie and Rose pay the price? Will Rose be trapped in a parallel world forever? Where everything is better? Where everything rules and there's like a socialist utopia? With Also, Jackie gets to go there and have an alive husband again. Kind of sounds like Jackie and Rose just won. Yeah, they, they win. Did. They got to go to the cool world. Who's going to miss them? Mickey? He's there. He's there with his boyfriend. Or did that guy die? I can't remember. No, I don't no, think no, that no, guy it died. Was, it was Ricky who died. Ricky died. No, I was thinking of, no, he, uh, Mickey's cool boyfriend shows up in in um, Army of Ghosts. Yes, and the, I'm yeah. telling you that he didn't right. die, you're thinking of. Right, Ricky. Ricky died. So his boyfriend died. But now he has a new boyfriend, Mickey. Who looks exactly like his old boyfriend someone said in our discord that they were going to actually make them a couple but then they didn't i did look into that i believe that that is true you can definitely tell from that episode that that's where they wanted it to go anyway yeah it was it was like not subtle right and then we hear um he's like i lost everything and then ursula um says well you still have me but you still have me (laughs) And then Elton says, because the doctor told me that he could do one last thing with that magic wand of his. And we cut back. It's the the moment where Absorbalop was destroyed. And the doctor screwdrivers the tile on the ground and says, I can separate that last victim out of the Absorption this Matrix. What... I can't this fully is... reconstruct her, but you grab a spade. And we cut back to his room where he's vlogging. And Ursula's face is still there in the stone tile. And it's not she so says, bad. I never age. I never age. This is what you would says, fucking yeah, do. Plus, we've got a bit of a love life. Don't talk about how you put your dick in my mouth. She says, let's not go there because it's embarrassing that he kisses the tile. That's all that it is. <laughs> this is... A horrible fate for her, and this is like what the doctor would have done to the family of blood. He's like, I put <laughs> one of them in every, in every year, tile, and she's trapped in every pavement, and people just gotta kind of step on her, and, and 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 all day long. Um And then uh he says, when you're a kid, you they tell you you're gonna grow up and get a job and get a house and have a kid. Uh, the world is so much stranger than that, and so much better. That's a weird conclusion to take in an episode where all of your friends die. <laughs> yeah life is beautiful and brilliant i know this because all my friends died except for the girl i like she had she met with a horrible fate where she's now a pavement forever forever See, this is the thing a lot of people were talking about like the thematic meaning and the metaphorical meaning of this episode and i was like i don't know that there is one i'm not sure if there is one. <laughs> i think Stephen kind of made a mistake by killing all the members of linda <laughs> yeah i i really wish that they had all been saveable right i wish they had all just popped out good as can be and gone on with their life and learned a lesson about about you know being careful about what something something don't obsess over the doctor Um and you can never really know how Sherlock died because you're not smart enough. Uh, yeah, I. But the I fact do that Elder comes reiterate. away from this happy when it's like you lost so much, dude. You got you gained something something and then you lost it. You that sucks. And then but also Ursula's a pavement. I do want to reiterate that Bliss's thing is that she was an artist and everyone, like, kind of rolled their eyes at her stupid art. And then she, her fate was that she became an alien's butt.
1: She <laughs> was, she like, died. the heart
0: of the group. She's why they became a band. Right. And I think it sucks. I thought Bliss deserved better. Bliss deserved better. They all, all the members of Linda deserved better. They all better. deserve better. But I just thought that Bliss's one was especially, uh. like, humiliating on top of everything else. So. Yeah. Uh. So all in all, it was an episode that had a lot of good moments and a lot of bad moments. And I understand why people don't like it. I liked it. I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a B minus. I think I, I think I'm with you there. Maybe, yeah, I'm, I'm torn between a C plus and a B minus. But if I, if I just look back on how I felt when I watched it, I had a pretty good time with it. I think, I think a B minus is fair. I think it's a B minus episode. I was definitely not a time bomb. Um, I was very wrong about that. And, uh, well, this is the beauty of the time bombs is that we, so far have been wrong about both of them. Rosa was a pretty good episode. Rosa was a pretty this, good episode. This was a pretty good episode. It was a pretty good we're episode. We're gonna love James Corden. We're gonna we're love, love pro life. We're, we're going be to become so pro-life. pro-life, I think. <laughs> um and it kind of breaks my heart to oh well we have to give out a words for us before we get to say what we're watching Okay, we got the medals of Mickey on every single one of these people. Um <laughs> yeah I think uh Two for Ursula, yeah, two, two for, for Bliss, Ursula. and one each for Bridget and Mister Skinner, and one for one for Elton as well. Um, uh, just it just for his general state of his life. Um, does okay. Nobody did any six stunts. Can we give Ursula a Leela cross? They all killed him together, but Ursula is the only one who survived. She really did a good job killing him, so she can get this a. This li- might be yeah. our first Leela cross in a long time. I feel yeah, like we've <laughs> had a lot of murder episodes. Um, I wouldn't say anyone had fucker's folly. Yeah, no fucker's folly. Um. I would have said Skinner had Fucker's Folly had Victor not given the reasoning of giving her, him the phone numbers. Yeah. Um, so no six stunts, no Fucker's Folly, no companion initiative. Um, none of these people are companions anyway, so it doesn't count. Um, Rose took the initiative of largely not appearing in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> she had a day off. Um, are there any other awards to give out? Any gold stars? Yeah, gold star to no Jackie. Gold star. No gold star. to Jackie. Oh, gold star for Jackie. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I like Jackie. Is that it? Do we miss any? I think that's it. I always feel like we're missing one, but no, that's that's it's, all. It's it's weird to do companion awards in an episode that basically doesn't have companions. No, in. um, and it, it 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 Well, I mean, I guess I got to ask. I a would push. say, by the way, yeah. for anyone out there who has seen this episode and thought that it was bad at the time, give it another try shot, a try. Give it another shot. I've resonated I don't, like, very. I don't want to just. I don't want to just say blanket statement like if you if... if you hated this, you were wrong. No, but I will say I think. I definitely got the sense that that a lot of the negativity about this episode was probably a knee-jerk reaction to the fact that it was about a character that you're not familiar with. But I think that the character who you're not familiar with is well-realized. Yeah, and I like Delta in this episode. Has an interesting story. He has an interesting story, and I enjoy it. Give it, it a shot. Yeah. Check it out. Give it a little I little. mean, I think a lot of the things Sorry, that I, I did Sorry, i would do my Lisa Simpson voice again. <laughs> I think a lot of the things I didn't like about this episode probably related to the fact that I was, I was quite, uh, you know, I was young. I was like 14 when I watched it and I didn't. Oh like yeah. It, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, when I was a kid, I was like reading uh harry potter and the goblet of fire until the book fell apart and you know i'm skipping over the frank chapter at the beginning because i don't give a shit about this guy it he's is... not my favorite character. yeah but you did read the next light... time on doctor who it's the 2012 london olympics from the future and there's like a kid who's like drawing kids and sucking kids into drawings or something i didn't really understand. i remember one thing about this episode and <laughs> i remember one thing about this episode and it was a thing that when the Olympics happened, I wondered if it was going to happen in real life. <laughs> would you like to know what it is? So I don't sound like the craziest <laughs> yeah, I'll person. I'll find in the world. out when we watch it. Okay. Oh, maybe I'll post it in the Discord. I I wonder if aliens will attack. It was just something that the doctor does, and I said, I wonder if they'll get David Tennant to do this in real life. All right, let me they share didn't. my screen, and we can see what we're watching next time. Why would they do that? <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, Sam, we don't. For once, we already know which doctor. You can close that spreadsheet. I'm going to do Paul's Gambit, just in case. (laughs) I'm going to do Paul's McGambit. Paul McGambit. We have been given enough money that you have bribed us into breaking the format of our show. That's right. We have hit our $100 a month goal to watch the Doctor Who movie. This is exciting. This is exciting. So we are not going don't want to know. Anything. I don't want to close that Wikipedia page. I don't want to know anything about this. I don't. I'm going to go and completely blind. But I do like the movie poster. I'm excited. Look at to, the master's face. Why yeah. is the master more prominent than the doctor? He on the like poster. he looks like he's like a Matrix, but this is before the Matrix existed. he's wearing like the little black brown sunglasses. <laughs> He looks really cool. People are like, who's this Paul McGann guy? This is the reason, I don't think the movie reviewed particularly well, but the reason that people people were like, I want to see that cool doctor with the sunglasses, they saw the poster, and then they found out it was this, the, it was Paul McGann, and they were like, ah, ah, well. This episode hasn't been super long, so I think we have time to, to just do a quick little, do you know anything about the movie? No. I just said I don't know anything about the movie. Literally nothing? No. Here's everything that I know about the movie. Uh-huh. I have seen... A still image of the Eighth Doctor's TARDIS interior. Uh Uh-huh. And it's really something else, Uh and I'm excited to see it. I know that uh, the Master is played by the actor Eric Roberts, uh, who is the Doctor in the Stalked by my Doctor (laughs) movies. Okay. There he is, Julia Roberts' brother. Look at him. He looks really cool. Um, Do I know anything? That might be... Oh, he's... In, uh, that might be literally everything oh, that I know about this movie. He's in the Righteous movie. Gemstones. I know people who like that show. Huh. He's in the Dark Knight. I know people who liked that movie. Oh, oh, he's in the Doctor Who movie. Oh, he's in Human Centipede Three. Interesting. Yeah, I really don't know anything about this movie beyond that. I like. I don't know if people like it. Is Like, is it like going like, to be like? Uh, this is my big question: Is like, is it just going to be Paul McGann shows up and he's like, or will it be like, oh fuck, I'm dying. I've been, I've been thrusted by a sword. And then he regenerates into the Paul McGann. I would be surprised. There's if no Celester way Sylvester McCoy McCoy's in. It. Wait, oh, wasn't in it or was? I would be surprised if he wasn't in it. Why wouldn't he be in it? Uh, well, I was thinking it was kind of going to be like a, a, a Rose kind of thing, where Paul McGann just shows up as the Doctor, and he's just the Doctor. Or is the there? The thing an- is, though, it it's not that long after the show went on hiatus. It's 1996. The show stopped in like the late 80s. I want to say. That's kind of quite a few years. 89? That's seven years. Yeah, but I mean, Sylvester McCoy is still around. Yeah, I mean, he's still around right now, but that doesn't mean that, like, that doesn't, I mean, I'm just trying to think about how a movie works and. We're just looking at Eric Roberts yeah. on the <laughs> Beautiful face. Okay. Is that, i can't tell if, if that's uh if he's got An kind earring. of long hair in the back or if that's a cool little earring he's got a cool little earring that's oh, just it's, his hair it's just long hair just his hair Boo. he's a nice fella um he was at florida supercon in 2015 <laughs> i've okay, never I'm this. never understood by the way sometimes people's wikipedia pictures are like it. that pic- <laughs> the picture is nine years out of date he hasn't been seen since then <laughs> yeah the last seed at Florida Supercon 2015 but yeah I do think that I do think that uh, the Seventh Doctor will be in it I think that I don't think that he'll be in it for very long do you think we'll, like, I don't see think that it, he'll you think we'll see Seventh Doctor regenerate we'll see him like get so. hit by a car or whatever I think that we will see him in some capacity. Maybe. Maybe maybe the epi- maybe the movie will like begin with him like on the run from the Daleks and he's like, "Ah, they got me." <laughs> maybe or maybe it'll be like uh Paul McGann eighth doctor looking like sadly looking at a framed photograph of the seventh doctor being like being like, "Ah, I loved this I loved this form if only the Daleks hadn't gotten me. If only I'd remembered to duck." it's, so, it's so interesting though because they didn't know what the future was for doctor who obviously at the time so like it doesn't like end with him being killed in any way like he's he continues to have adventures after right this. he's in like a 100 prose books and and audio dramas or whatever. yeah God, i'm so excited to meet this doctor yeah i hope be, we like be... him i hope this movie doesn't suck i'm okay with it sucking how long how long is the movie <laughs> That's the one, one, my one question. What's the run time? I hope it's short. I hope it's like a 90 movie. Uh, 7,000 uh, hours. Let's see. 89 minutes. Oh, blissful. It's not too bad. <laughs> it's less than... We've, people forgot that movie is good. Oh, interesting. <laughs> the UK home video releases uh, are affected by the PAL speed up, which shortens the runtime to 85 minutes. I have not heard of this. <laughs> Uh, well, that'll be our next week. Thank you all very much for for uh, supporting us. It really means the world. Uh, let's. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what our next goal is after this, but we do Torch- have another goal to watch some Torchwood. I think it's uh, Torchwood, and I I, I want to say it was like we'll watch an episode of Torchwood, and then we'll like put it into our rotation or something like that. Yeah, here's the thing: when we set the goal of introducing Torchwood and Sarah Jane Adventures into our rotation. I don't think we realized how difficult it would be for us to schedule our classic episode bonus episode Maybe recordings. we just need to maybe we just I mean there's not that that much Torchwood. Maybe we should just if we make a whatever goal we just put Torchwood into our into our pool of episodes for our main how show. How much Torchwood is there? Not that much I don't think. Like 2 seasons That's Wikipedia. Right? 4 seasons. There are 41 episodes. We should do it. If we if we get enough money, we should just put Torchwood in our in our main podcast feed. We'll see. Maybe the goal can be we will watch an episode of Torchwood for a certain amount. And then beyond that, we'll put it in the rotation. Maybe. More we'll talk about sounds- it off yeah. the air. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, the the, bo- the bonus the bonus episodes are so hard to schedule right now. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, you can continue to support us. Thank you so much on Patreon.com slash Potting Bros where $1 gets you a mildly special Discord role, marking you as a friend of the show. Uh, you get all of our bonus content. Hopefully soon we will be able to record a bonus episode on the 5th Doctor serial Terminus, parts 1 and 2 of 4, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the last one that we did? It was uh, uh, The it time, was meddler. time Meddler. That was a fun one. Maybe we'll finish it someday. Uh, plus all this other shit. We did a lot of bonus content over the years. $5.00. Gets you a pretty special Discord role marking you as a companion of the show. You can send us a message that we'll read in one of our funny voices like Lisa Simpson. Uh, and you get a shout out in the podcast. $10 gets you all that plus an incredibly special Discord role marking you as an honorary member of House Souza. You get all those things. You can listen to the podcast live while we record it. And we will clap for you when we shout you out. So thank you now to our 5 and $10 subscribers. Cassidy, Faustian, Bargain, Bin, Helga, Kay, JCH, Roy, Stephanie Bolding, Stephanie Karen, Violet Magician, Destry. Oh, sorry, I'm thrown off by all the new names. <laughs> you couldn't hear how much I was stumbling over that. Here's House Misusa, Destry Hawk, HK, Sauceworks, and Vertigree. Hey! Thank you all so very Thank much. You. We appreciate it more than you could ever imagine. It's really, really pathetic. Yeah. I'm fucking it. groveling on the floor for you uh what else jordan what are Noise face, oh face. did we have a question oh yeah we did have a question someone sent us a remember. question on our tumblr which is if Dr. you have Hanna. any questions for us you can send them to uh drhan.tumblr.com um there are two questions uh, we, we can answer um Ooh. uh they're both from uh, tumblr user uh Robosuka who is friend of the show chai <laughs> okay I was like, I don't know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, he says, uh, qu- first question, question for both brothers. Thanks. Which doctor was most goaded with the sauce? 8 doesn't count. You haven't seen him yet. Soon. Which doctor is the most goaded with the sauce, Sam? And Colin Baker doesn't count yet. Quirked up um, white boy with a little bit of swag, busting it down sexual style. I think in any way, one one would be correct to say that uh, the 12th doctor is goaded with the sauce the 12th doctor is goaded with the sauce he's, he's a, a freaked, freaked up, up white, white man. man and he's a quirked up a quirked up white boy say uh, he's freaked up but is he quirked up and is he busting it down <sighs> he, he's, he's quirked up he's playing who, electric guitar who is busting it down sexual style that's uh 10th doctor 10th doctor yeah t- i mean 10th doctor is is a pretty much a the definition of a quirked up white boy with a little bit of swag yeah, and I guess most people would argue that he's goated the with, goat. He is goaded with the sauce. I think objectively the 10th Doctor is goaded with the sauce. But in my heart, it's the 7th Doctor. Or possibly, no, it's the 3rd Doctor to me. Oh my god, he's got a little bit of swag with his funny he cape and his, a little bit of swag. his poofy little... That's sw- what we call his cape. Yeah, <laughs> It's the 3rd Doctor. No, no, final answer. I will take no questions on this. It's the 12th for me. You already did take a question on it, actually. Uh, and then we have another question that says, each doctor has their own unique and iconic look, uh, except for spoilers. Uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. The only I don't, thing I don't know what are <laughs> talking about? The only thing they share is a certain gravitas, but each one looks like one of the doctor's outfits. For each of you, can you think of another character who you think dresses like the doctor? Is this like in, in a show? Like in a, just in anything? In anything? Or are you talking about like in, Well, Chai's not going to be able to answer that right now. (laughs) Can you please get back to... Are you saying, like, in another piece of media, is there any character who has, like, doctor-adjacent outfits? Huh. Uh, There was that episode of Friends where Joey wore all of Chandler's clothes. It's an episode I, I've, I'm just thinking about um, on It's Always Sunny when like <laughs> when like Mac gets a, a duster coat and he's and he starts wearing a duster and he's like, this is my new thing. Or possibly like whatever the most normal looking Jojo character is, possibly is like in doctor adjacent fashion. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna post a picture of what came to mind for me. And you, you describe it, please. I will happily do so. <laughs> yep, we got it. Uh, this, is a picture, this is a picture of SpongeBob when he is, I think he's sick. Um, mm-hmm. He does look vaguely Eastern European to me in this picture. Um, he's wearing a scarf. He's wearing he a has scarf, the suds. He's, wearing, he's got the suds. He's wearing a green knit hat. Um, a blue sweater and a red scarf, and and his his trademark brown brown pants. Um, and crucially, yeah. his his sickness does make him look like a weary old man. <laughs> he looks like a he looks like the people he looks like the the uh, the town drunks and pathologic to me. I know that means <laughs> nothing to you, but that's exactly what he looks like. You give him five bottles of water, and he'll give you a tourniquet. <laughs> this is also what both of us looked like last week. We are on co-host at Dr. Han. I'm on co-host at Positive Stress. And you can listen to my other podcast, Sounds About Light, where we are, because, again, because I was uh, filling in at the Metal of Mickey factory. We have not been able to record for a little bit, but we will very soon. I think I'll know this episode will come out first, but very soon we will be finishing Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key. And then we will be starting Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, and then we will be stopping Kingdom Hearts Union Cross because that's how the game it it'll make sense. Yeah, it'll make sense. Okay. Um, you can find me on uh, Kamurocho Radio. It's a Yakuza a podcast. You've been playing Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. I have been. It's it's incredibly good. Um, Ichiban does get into cryptocurrency. He does get into board apes. He does get into um G- GME. That sounds so good. I'll play it. I'll play it. I just, I just haven't finished Gaiden yet. I'm sorry, okay? Oh, the end of. The I said I was sorry. Of, oh, the end of *Guiden*. Oh, oh. I don't know what it is yet. Kiryu gets killed by a bus. Kiryu's not in it. <laughs> Your it gets killed by Joryu. a bus. Who the fuck is Kiryu? Um, you can <sighs> so find me you can on, you game. can find our Tumblr at drhunt.tumblr.com. You can find me on Tumblr at, at uh, kiwamibreakfast.tumblr.com. We're on Noisespace.xyz, the podcast network that hosts our head. A lot of great shows on Noisespace. There's, uh, there's, uh, check out this guy. I think that's on Noisespace. The fast. Sonic Shuffle, formerly the Sonic no, Shuffle, wrong. formerly the Sonic, Sonic Hustle. It's the called Masonic Sonic. The Sonic Hustle. Hustle. I said it wrong and then I fucked up and then I malfunctioned. Pod Greed. Um, there's uh, Special Great Snacks about Jujutsu Kaisen. There's Well Cool Robot about Gundam. A lot of great shows. Podcasts. They're good. What are they like? Uh, funny. All of you them. You know, Jordan? Yeah. It comes a time. God, Let's say the doctor's prayer. May your life flow like a river, may your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of blackjack. Darkness. And may the doctor light your path through time. Dr. Bye. Excelsior. Mr. Blue Sky, please fill us wine. Dr. Bye. <laughs>